I have a real, honest, heart-to-heart question to ask you. Do you ever doubt yourself? Have you ever gotten an idea for something you wanted to do, a goal you wanted to achieve in your life, something you wanted, only to then stop yourself and maybe even tell yourself it's not possible for you before you even tried? Do you ever have thoughts like, well, who do I think I am or what are they going to think? I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not young enough, or I don't know how. Me too, my friend. You are definitely not alone in that. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, Mm-mm, Lisa, I got this. I believe in myself 200% and you have no problem on that. And for that, I give you massive high fives over here. Maybe for you instead, you've been hyped up and you've been pumped up about your goal only to then turn around, tell someone else and have them try to talk you out of it or tell you why it's not possible, or have them just put you down right away. Now, if that's happened to you, you are not the only one. But did you know this? Did you know that there is actually a part of your brain that you can't control that makes you doubt yourself? Mindset, and specifically, the belief in yourself matters. In fact, I truly believe that it is everything. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you will never ask for the promotion. You'll never sign up for the race, You'll never start your blog, your book, or your nonprofit. Whether you are just getting started on your goal and feeling a little apprehensive or doubting yourself, or hey, maybe you're the woman that is 100% confident and yeah, everyone around you seems to think it's not possible and they're pulling you down. Maybe you're listening to this and you're picking yourself up after a few failures. No matter what, girl, this episode is for you. Here is my promise to you. By the end of this episode, you will leave believing in yourself even if no one else does. You're going to learn how you might be holding yourself back because of the way your brain functions, which is not your fault, by the way, but you can overcome it. We're going to talk about how to handle it when you or those around you are doubting you. And let me give you a hint. If people around you are doubting you, it has nothing to do with you. Best of all, you're going to walk away with the confidence to believe in yourself so that you can achieve any goal you put your mind to. I will tell you right now, I believe in you. And by the end of this episode, you'll believe in yourself too and be ready to prove anyone else wrong. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Golden Girls Podcast, How to Believe in Yourself When No One Else Does. Today, we are talking mindset and belief, so buckle up and get ready. Now, first of all, I want to start by saying this. Holy crap, you guys. Thank you so much for the support of this new podcast. I am so grateful for you guys listening and sharing and telling your friends about it. We hit the number 20 spot in terms of top podcasts in Canada for education and number six for self-improvement, which is insane. And that is not possible without you. So thank you. And please, you know, if you love what you're hearing, share, uh, let people know, subscribe and leave a review. That helps us get the word out there, helps us share this message with other women out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And a 
giant hug from over here. Now, <laughs> let's talk about goals and mindset and how it all fits together. So I got to start by saying this. Not all goals are going to be easy and not all parts of goals is Instagrammable. I know on social media often it looks good or we see accolades or you, you know, you're hearing me say, wow, we hit you know top podcast and uh, all these fabulous things. But let me be honest with you. Getting this podcast to come to life was freaking rough. I cried. I was super nervous. I struggled with anxiety. I almost vomited a few times on launch day. And I doubted myself a lot. You know, there were many times where I was behind on some of the deadlines that I set for myself and I was like, who are you, Lisa? You have no integrity. How do you think you can tell people what to do with their goals if you can't even hit your own? Uh, Who do you think you are? No one's going to listen to your podcast. No one's going to care. Like, you guys, if this was like a, a quote, a friend or like another human in the room with me, they would be on the ground flat out because I'd be like, I can't take you. But this is the dialogue that was going on in my head as I made this podcast come to life. These are the kinds of things that I told myself. And I had to, every step of the way, pick myself back up and keep going and hear that thought, those negative thoughts, and reframe them in a way that was going to empower me to move forward. So if you can relate to that, any of those thoughts, any of those feelings, I just told you, girl, like I am right there with you. I believe that when it comes to achieving any goal, by the way, a goal is something that you've never done before or never had before, there's going to be hiccups. There's going to be times that are challenging. And honestly, I think we are our own worst enemies. We get in the way of ourselves so much. Here is what I know to be true. Your mindset trumps having the perfect plan every single time. So if you've ever thought things like, I don't know enough, I'm not good enough, I don't know how to do this, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money, any of these things, that is going to kill your goals more than any kind of strategy will or any other mistake or any other failure you could possibly have. What this does, when we have these kinds of thoughts, when our mindset doesn't believe and is not aligned with what we are doing, it puts the brakes on your dreams before you begin. And it puts your dream, it's like have, just like driving with the e-brake. I never thought about that till this moment, but that's exactly what it's like. It's like trying to drive with the e-brake on. You get there slower, it's frustrating, you're sputtering, there's like exhaust coming out everywhere. It just doesn't work. So chances are, whether you realize it consciously or not, and I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you're probably conscious of it, but I would also say there's probably layers that are unconscious in you. Somehow, probably pretty close to every day, in some way, you are holding yourself back. So let me give you, I shared my personal story of what it was like to get this podcast come to life, but let me give you another example of how powerful your mind is. Let's say you decide to run a triathlon. Maybe you already doubt yourself before you've even started. I mean, right now, here you are listening to this podcast. You can hardly get off the couch after the kids are in bed. Uh, How the heck are you supposed to, you know, make time to bike and run and swim? No way. Or maybe you got started because you believed you could, you got excited, you downloaded a training schedule, put together a team, and paid the $100 for the race. Then after a few weeks of training, you were in pain, obviously, if this stuff hurts. So then you skip two days in a row, and then you skip three days, and now it's been weeks, and you're secretly hoping that the rest of the team never talks to you again, and that the race magically deletes itself from your Google Calendar. Uh, And wouldn't it be nice too if they refunded you your $100? That would be great too, right? We've all been there. We've all been there where we've doubted ourselves before we've gotten started or where we've had a setback and suddenly thought, well, crap, there's my proof. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have time. I'm not strong enough. Blah, blah, blah. That inner critic, that narrative comes up and makes us stop believing in ourselves. So 
crap is exactly what that is. And let me tell you, you are capable of getting back up here. (laughs) I believe that mindset is everything because if you don't believe in yourself, you will not get off that couch again. I would love to be able to tell you that, hey, you know what? Just set a goal and everything will be magically happy and it'll look good on Instagram and all your, everyone will love you and things will be fantastic. But that's just not the truth. And that's not, that hasn't been my experience. That's not the experience of my clients. And I believe that that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this podcast because I think we have to have these real conversations that there are going to be challenges. You are going to fail. You are going to probably doubt yourself. You are going to miss some timelines. You will make mistakes. You will go slower than you thought you would. You'll get tired. You're not going to feel like doing it. You are going to question yourself and you're going to have to pick yourself back up again and again and again. And the bigger the goal, the bigger the dream, the bigger the life and the woman that you are working to become, the more that this is going to be true. And the super cool thing about it is that now that you know those challenges are there, and you know that your mindset is the powerful thing, that's really all you got to work on. And that's all that there is for you. I always say mindset eats the perfect plan for breakfast. Your mindset trumps everything. So in this episode, we're going to talk about why it's so hard to believe in yourself sometimes and why it's not always your fault. There is a part of your brain that you don't control that makes you doubt yourself. And it's evolutionary and it's likely sabotaging your success. So in this episode, I'll show you how to get over that. We're also going to talk about why other people doubt you. And the truth is that it really has nothing to do with you. You're going to walk away with three things. You're going to walk away with some really great strategies, mindset shifts, and and tools so you can believe in yourself from the start, even when you have no idea what you're doing or where you're going. You're going to get strategies that you can use when you've failed, you've fallen down, and it's freaking hard to get back up. And I'm also going to share with you how to deal when those around you don't believe in you and go so far as to tell you so and try and crush your dreams. Stay tuned because I'm going to give you specific tips to get you started, no matter how big or unusual or how much of a stretch goal you've got going on. No matter how loud the doubts are inside of you or the doubts of those around you, you are more powerful than that. So before I go any further, I just want to say this. Make sure you subscribe and save this episode because if you are ever in a low point in your goal journey, I want you to listen to this again and again and again as many times as you need to. So let's dive in and get ready to believe in yourself more than ever. Let's start with talking about why we doubt ourselves. Well, there's actually a part of our brain that stems from evolution that tries to keep us safe. Thousands of years ago, we really had to be aware of our surroundings in order to survive. You know, what's that noise in the bush? Is it, is it a wild animal? Do I have to take cover? That noise and that ability to think very quickly and feel the fear and take action, the ability to get scared and take action based on fear, that's why our ancestors survived. From an evolutionary perspective, that's those are the traits that have been passed down. We've literally learned these skills and that's what kept us alive and we still have that part of our brain today even though we live in a very different world. We also, back in the day, relied on our village and our tribes literally. Like If you were an outcast, if not everyone, if you weren't liked, if you didn't get along with everybody, it was very challenging, if not impossible to survive. So because of that, we've actually been, we've evolved to get along with others, to want to fit in. And in my personal experience, uh, to people please, that's a big part of something that I've been struggling with and working through myself. 
this is all evolutionary. Like, this is not your fault. So I don't want your, your inner critic might now be like, well, it's just you. Like, no, it's not just you. This is everybody. This is a part of us. And this voice, you know, it's not it's not good or bad necessarily. Um, sometimes it does tell us to avoid things that are really necessary. It is that voice that tells you, hey, maybe jumping off that cliff is not a good idea. Or, hey, uh, maybe that dating that guy who has all the red flags going on there, maybe not a good idea for the fourth time. Some days you should listen to that voice, absolutely. Uh, But it also sometimes makes you more scared than you need to be. Remember, it's there to keep you safe and it's evolved to protect you. So it also is the voice that tells you, well, if you quit your job, you're going to be broke and live under a bridge, which may or may not be the truth. And probably it's not. Uh, This was one of my fears and something that I had to get over was, you know, am I really going to live under a bridge? Like, really? Well, probably not. Like, you are going to figure it out. You would get a client. You would get a contract. You'll take a side job. You'll take a full-time job. Like You'll do any number of things before you live under a bridge, right? But that voice tries to keep you safe and really big emphasis on the word safe here. Evolution uh, really placed a big emphasis on getting along with our community. And so I got to say this first, you know, I'm a big believer that we don't do it along. It takes a village, it takes a village to raise a family. It takes a village to have a business. It, it, so much of our happiness, and I believe that we've evolved to have so much happiness connected to the relationships we have with those around us because we needed them to survive. Um, but I got to say this too, uh, fitting in, being liked was essential to our survival several thousand years ago. And today it's so much less true. And I'm not saying go out and like piss everybody off. Your relationships matter. It is super important. And, you know, there's obviously some people pleasing in me here coming out, I'm sure. But it's just less true that you have to care about what other people think. Right now, if somebody from high school doesn't agree with what you're doing, it doesn't matter. If your mother-in-law tells you you should stay home with the kids and you decide to go back to work, well, you're probably not going to get kicked out of the tribe, right? You're still going to be able to survive. But this is what we've been conditioned to think. To think, stay safe, keep others happy. That is the key to survival. I should say that. That was the key to survival. And our thoughts, you know, we've evolved to be really good at survival. What we're not really good at is taking risks. One of my favorite coaches, Emily Williams, says this, and, you know, huge kudos to her. She's awesome. Uh, She says, what keeps you safe keeps you stuck. So, Amen to that. What keeps you safe keeps you stuck. So this mentality that you can't try anything new because you won't survive or being afraid of everything, it's keeping you stuck. This mentality of what are other people going to think? I can't make them mad. I can't make them uncomfortable. I have to fit in. I have to get along with the tribe. That's keeping you stuck. Okay, let's dive in. So if you have a goal and you are struggling right now to believe in yourself from the get-go because I know that sometimes it is hard to get started. The first step always, always, always is checking in. What is the belief? What is the fear? What is the self-doubt? And put a name to it. If you need to write it out in a journal or have a conversation with a friend or a coach or a mentor or an accountability partner or something like that, go ahead and do that. But what you want to do is figure out exactly what is holding you back from believing in yourself. So I'm going to give you an exercise that I've done with my coach when I was, man, many times, <laughs> and one that I've used with my clients a lot and really helps. And I call this exercise the then what. So what you're going to do is write down your fear, then ask, then what? Then what? Then what? Over and over again. So let me give you an example. Uh, one of my fears, I've gosh, I've had a, a lot of them, um, no one will buy for me. Okay? That's one of my fears. 
Another fear that I've had is, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid of somebody leaving a nasty comment on social media. And I know it's going to happen. I know, I know, I know. But that's like I'm really afraid of the internet trolls. So let's say whatever your fear is, put it out there. And we're just going to work with mine here. Uh, okay, then what? So that's my fear. My fear is that uh, a troll is going to say something mean on my social media. Okay, then what? Well, I'd probably be upset and I maybe would cry. Okay, then what? Well, then I'd probably call a good friend or maybe one of my mastermind sisters, maybe talk to my husband and they'd be like, yeah, get real. It doesn't matter. It's okay. Okay. Then what? Well, then I would, you know, either if it was uh, somebody coming to me with constructive feedback or something that I really needed to hear, I would reply in a genuine way and, and build a connection and try and learn more. And if it was a troll, I would just delete that because nobody got time for that. Okay. Keep going on this. You see what we're doing here? Just asking then what, then what, then what. So then what? Well, then I'd either get great feedback from someone and learn something new, which is amazing, and probably strengthen a relationship, or I'd set the tone that I don't tolerate abuse and that uh, it's I don't care what others I don't care what others think if they're not also doing the work and engaged with with developing themselves. Okay, then what? Well, then my customers who are watching are going to see that I have integrity. Um, They're going to see me showing up and they're going to see me persisting in the face of adversity and internet trolls and see the courage and hopefully be inspired for that. And the feedback that I get, I'll be able to incorporate that and make the people that do matter, you know, you guys listening, my students, my community members, my clients, make all of them that much better because I can then share my lesson, my wisdoms. Okay, then what? Well, you see the point here. Sometimes working through a fear helps us understand how we would navigate. Talking it through, I find for me, really helps me see that it's never the end of the world like I think that it is. So that is my first tip. If you are getting started and there's a fear, figure out what that is. Like, Put it out there, put a name to it, and then ask, then what? Then what? Then what? Then what? And go until you realize that, hey, you know what? I got this. And I know, my friend, if you're listening, you got this. You do. Okay. Now, I'm going to share six strategies here. I know there's a lot here, but I really wanted to um, give you tangible things that you could take away and mindset shifts that I know have helped me. So if you are just getting started or if you're picking yourself back up after a failure, these strategies work anytime. Like I said, you may want to save this episode for the future if you're ever in a tough spot and come back to this because these are definitely going to help you out. Now, let's talk about failure here. So it happens. My gosh, we you start out guns a-blazing and you're super pumped about your goal and then somewhere along the journey, uh, it gets hard and it will every time. This is when you get frustrated. This is when you start to doubt yourself. This is when something happens and you just can't fathom how you're going to keep going. So let's say you, you know, maybe you take the leap. You got your resume together, you built the connections, and you apply to sit on the board of your local United Way. And then you get rejected. And so what happens here is you called your success. You know, you probably told some people, hey, I'm going to sit on the board. You you put your name out there. You got some reference letters and you didn't hit it. So you've sat along the path of your goal and it didn't work yet. And this is when doubt comes up. Holy moly. This is when that like safety mechanism comes up. You doubt yourself. And, you know, maybe everyone around you does too. I know that this is one of the biggest challenges. Uh, I believe failure and success are not opposites. It Like failure is what happens on your way to success. And it's so easy to say. And yet in practice, when you're in the failure, I know it's hard to get out of that. So let's talk. Let me give you some strategies for any kind of doubt anywhere along the path. 
he, these will work at any point. Now, the first step with all of these, I'm going to give you six different strategies, six different tweaks here you can do. The first step is always figuring out what's going on. What are you believing? What are you telling yourself? What is the fear? What's the self-doubt? What is the belief that, well, frankly, that you're not believing in yourself? Like, why is that? Why are you not believing in yourself? Another way to ask or to think about it is, what is a belief that you have that's currently not serving you? Let me give you a few examples here. Some of the beliefs, are, I've, I hear this a lot in entrepreneurship, I have to work 80 hours a week to be successful. Or when I work 80 hours a week, I will be successful. And with my, my mothers, uh, my friends, and the women in my communities, I hear a lot, um, oh, if I make time for myself, or I, I exercise, or I sleep, or I go to the spa, I'm not a good enough mom, or I'm a selfish mom, or I'm taking things away from my kids. Maybe, I hear this one too a lot, I need to learn more, I need to have more money, I need to have more time before I get started. So whatever your belief is, you've got to just put it out there. Like what is holding you back? What is stopping you? What are you believing? What do you keep telling yourself that's not serving you? Once you have that, then we deconstruct. Then we are able to then shift your mindset so that you can believe in yourself. So here's six ways that you can do this. Let's start with number one. So the first one, I call it the better and believable empowering beliefs. So when you uncover what that mindset is, you then write it out and shift it to a create to create a better and believable empowering belief. So for example, if you're what's coming up for you is I'm not smart enough or I don't know enough, shift that to something like I can learn anything because I learned how to ride a bike or because I learned to listen to podcasts. If your belief is I'm scared to have this tough conversation with my partner because it might turn into an argument, you can shift that to Having this conversation is going to make our marriage stronger. I know a lot of you guys come up against, and sometimes it's conscious or unconscious, but the fear of success or fear of leaving people behind. So sometimes this comes up as, you know, if I'm more successful than my friends, they're going to be jealous and they won't support me. To shift that, you can shift it to a better and believable empowering thought like being successful is going to inspire my friends. Or, heck, True friends are happy and encourage my success and I'm going to surround myself with true friends. So you can see how each one of these thoughts would create something that's so believable. You know, it's not like I'm not smart enough becomes I graduated from Harvard University. It's it's still true. It's still anchored in something that, you know, whether it's in your life or looking to other people's lives as well for examples of what's true, it's still something that's believable. And the difference is that it's empowering. The difference is that it is something that if you believe I can learn anything because I've I've learned new things before or having a tough conversation is going to make my marriage stronger or true friends encourage my success and I'm surrounding myself around those people, that is a fundamentally different way of thinking and that is what's going to create the reality that, that you want. And that's what's going to help you believe in yourself because you know, you know that all those things are true. So that is one way that you can take a disempowering belief and turn it into a better and believable empowering belief. All right, let me give you another way. I call this strategy the value swap. And the value swap is looking at your values and thinking about if there's a way that you can elevate it and swap up. And this one's really cool, by the way. I learned this one from James Wedmore at the Impact Summit. Uh, James Wedmore has a fantastic podcast called the Mind Your Business Podcast, and it's, it's really wonderful too. If you guys don't yet follow James, definitely check him out. He talked about this, and he works a lot with entrepreneurs, this whole like, to be successful, I have to work 80 hours a week. Well, 
whatever that belief is, we can also turn that around. So for example, what is the point of being successful if I don't have time to enjoy it? Or let's say for the moms out there, I am selfish for taking time for myself by exercising. You know, here's the way to flip this. Here's a question for you. What are you teaching your kids? What are you teaching your kids about self-love and compassion, self-care, stress, nutrition, all the things? Maybe you need to ask yourself, when I don't take time for myself, how am I being? Am I crankier? Am I short-tempered? Do I lose my patience? And if you're anything like me when you have an exercise or taking care of yourself or rested, the answer to all of those is yes, I am crankier. Yes, I am short-tempered. Yes, I am not a great person to be around. So sometimes what we have to do, this value swap is about calling out another value that's important to you and swapping it out. So for example, getting rid of this like the value of, you know, like hard work, you know, have to work 80 hours, have to hustle, 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 or maybe that value of being selfless and being a mama martyr. And instead thinking about what's what's more important, what's a value that is more important than just the hustle or the selflessness? That could be enjoying life. That could be spending time with family. That could be teaching your kids how to care for themselves too. That could be, you know, your higher value of being the best version of you and being a happy person so you can then have a positive impact on everyone around you. So the value swap is a really beautiful way that you can turn whatever that disempowering belief is that you have, whatever that that doubt that you've got going on, and shift that so that you can actually believe and then act on what's truly important to you, the value that's more important than the one that's right now not serving you, making you doubt yourself, making you work way too much for way too little or not even get started or doubting whether you'll ever get back up. All right, I have to admit something to you. I am definitely a bit of a skincare junkie. If you looked at my toiletries bag when we travel or my bathroom sink, you would see that I absolutely love high quality skincare. A few months ago, a local company reached out to me and offered me some samples of their skincare line. Since then, I've really fallen in love with the products. You may have noticed that I'm pretty chatty and when I find something that I love, I get excited and want to share it with everyone I know, like you. That's why I'm so pumped to have partnered with Riversol to offer you, my Golden Girls podcast listeners, access to their amazing products in a really special way. First of all, you got to know this. Riversol products are created by a certified dermatologist with over 20 years of experience. All their products are vegan. They are never tested on animals. And if you have sensitive skin, I know you'll especially love their products. If you want to try a free 15-day sample of the Riversol products, head on over to lisamichaud.com forward slash skin sample or check out the link in my show notes below. Even better than that, well, if you fall in love with their products, which I feel like you probably will, use the code MISHOW15, and don't worry, that's in the show notes too, and you'll save 15% off any purchase. To shop, go to lisamichaud.com forward slash skin shop. As I'm saying these links out loud, I'm like, man, these are a little awkward, but you know what? The awesome skincare products definitely make up for that. My personal favorites are the Refreshing Gel Cleanser and the Daily Moisturizing Cream. After just a few months of using them, my skin feels so hydrated, much softer, and just fresh, which is such a great feeling if I do say so myself. So go ahead, Golden Girls, grab your free samples and give them a try. When you fall in love with the products, make sure you take advantage of the exclusive 15% off discount, and I really hope that you enjoy them as much as I do. All right, third strategy mindset tweak you can do here is look for an exception. Look, whatever belief is going on for you, look for an exception or somewhere that 
it's been proven wrong, whether it's in you or somebody else. So let's say that there is a belief, and I know, oh my gosh, in this, I'm given some motherhood things here in this episode because I do know a lot of moms struggle with this, but you can also replace this with your own stuff too. Um, I think sometimes today in this world, we get this idea that to be a mom, we have to make sure our kids have like organic, free-range, homemade food in a chemical-free home, that your kid is not overstimulated or understimulated, that they're bored sometimes, but they're also being, their brain is being developed through developmental play classes and they learn sign language and all the things. Maybe for you it's like, I feel like sometimes there's this pressure too, just as a, as a woman or to be like our best selves, quote, we have to be like meditating and journaling and exercising and doing the green juice and doing the collagen and making sure we're like moving our bodies but not too much and we're stretching but we're also strength training and like moving our, oh, it's just, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about it sometimes. So sometimes these thoughts can get in our way and just really hamper us. So what we want to do is look for an exception to this. So for example, of this, we're talking about the motherhood thing. You know, who is a great mom that I know that doesn't do all those things, that isn't, you know, stressing about the organic homemade food? Who is a woman that I know that is a great version of herself who is not stressed and overwhelmed because she's trying to do all the things in a day or because she is making time every day for the perfect morning routine and perfect evening routine, an hour a day, both, both times, And you know what? Maybe it's even you. Like a lot of the times you are already a great mom. You are already an amazing woman, even though you may not be doing all of the things. There's something really powerful about proving that what your mindset is saying is wrong. Proving that limiting belief that keeps coming up for you, proving it wrong. You know, maybe even in your life, it's like maybe something is like you keep hearing in your head, well, every time you try something new, Lisa, you always fail. Or every time you... You set a deadline, you always miss it. Okay, like look for an exception. Where is a time where you hit it? Where is a time that you made it work? And these are the things that I had to do for myself. Be like, okay, when have I hit a timeline? All right. Or, you know, when have I hit a time, when have I missed a deadline or missed a timeline and it's been totally okay and it's all been for the right reasons? These kinds of thoughts, this kind of shift has really helped me in a lot of the moments of self-doubt, especially, you know, in creating this podcast and in starting this business in so much of what I've done in my life. And so I just really want to um, want to bring that to you and offer that as an option for you too. Look for the exception and prove yourself wrong. When you see that, you can then get out of your own way. All right. So maybe it's not enough to just look at yourself. Here is another option for you. Number four, little mindset tweaks so that you can believe in yourself when no one else does. Think of your hero or your role model and ask yourself how would they think? And adopt that. Who do you, who do you respect? Who do you love? It could be somebody in the this particular space or arena that you have a goal in. Maybe it's a particular athlete. Maybe it is a blogger that you respect. Um, maybe it is your mom, Lady Gaga, Richard Branson, Oprah. Maybe you look up to somebody like Melinda Gates for the amazing nonprofit work that she's doing. I know I have a huge respect for her. Uh, meanwhile, you're sitting back thinking, well, no one would ever donate money to my cause. Or the problem that I want to solve is too big and I'd never be able to do it. Ask yourself, how would my hero think? How would my role model think? Would Melinda think that? Like, does she think no one's going to donate? Or that the problem is too big? Nope. Ask yourself, what would my role model think? And then adopt that mindset. Take on what they would think and their perspective. And use that to believe in yourself and believe in the incredible work that you are doing. All right. Number five, way to hack your mind so that you can believe in yourself. Ask yourself the cost. 
What is the cost of this belief? What is it costing you in your health, in your happiness, in your bank account, in your friendships, in your potential business? Like what is the impact? What is it costing you? What is it costing you to think that you're not smart enough? What is it costing you to say, I don't have time to exercise? And think about it, not just, you know, what the impact is right now, but what's the impact continuing? Like what is it going to mean in the next 12 months if you continue with this belief? What's the next decade of your life going to look like if you keep holding on to the belief that you're not smart enough or that you can't learn or you need more time or you need more money or you're not ready yet? I find that thinking about what it's costing you to believe that can be a really, really powerful way to quickly snap out of it and be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is chances are that whatever belief you're holding on to, that limitation, the, the doubt that you have in yourself, the negative self-talk that you've got going on, girl, that is holding you back and it is costing you dearly. Chances are it is costing you in so many areas of your life. And if you could just flip that, if you could see what that's costing you, you're going to realize that by taking the chance, by giving it a try, that cost looks so much more significant versus what the cost of a potential failure might be. Like the cost of what you are leaving on the table by not playing fallout, by not being your best self, by not believing in yourself, by not going for the life you want, that cost, my gosh, is so freaking big compared to the itty bitty thing that might happen if it's a little hard or if it fails or things get, things get challenging. You are already paying a massive price right now because of your beliefs. When you don't believe in yourself, your whole life is suffering in some way. So I want you to think about what is it costing you right here, right now? That cost is just so much bigger than what the cost of the risk you want to take and I use the word risk really lightly here because chances are what you want to do is not going to mean that you're going to be broke and living under a bridge. So my friend, remember the cost and remember that you can do it. Okay, the last tip here I want to share to believe in yourself. This is a little controversial. This is something that I have noticed in myself and in my clients and I want to bring it up to you. It is the exploration of what is the benefit? What are you getting because you're doubting yourself. What are you getting because of your limiting belief? And guaranteed, you're getting something from it or you would not still be holding on to it. You are, might be that you are getting safety, okay? It might be that you are getting to stay stuck. Maybe that you are avoiding taking responsibility. This one is one that comes up if you have tried and you're not as successful as you thought you might be. This is maybe why, because somehow there's a limiting belief that is allowing you to stay safe, allowing you to not take responsibility or accountability for what you're doing. This is something that I have definitely had to confront in my business. I, <laughs> here we go, truth time. Um, I have not always been as consistent in my business as I wanted to be. And there's definitely been some benefits for that. You know, one of them I got more time off, which is kind of nice. Uh, but the real and raw one, and this is like, this took me a little bit of time to uncover and explore. And this is why, you know, I personally, I'm a big fan of journaling and working with coaches. Uh, that really works for me, but you can meditate on this. You could talk to a great group of friends. Like you might be able to figure out, you will be able to figure out things like this too. What I realized is that I don't allow myself to go all in on things. I give myself permission to only go 80% of the way. Because then if I fail, I'm going to be able to say, yeah, but it's because I only did 80% and if I'd done 100%, well, then I would have been successful. And I literally give my, have been giving myself in a lot of ways a like permission to fail, but not in a good way. Like it was more like a, 
I don't have to take responsibility if I fail. I can assume that if I failed, it, was, it wasn't my fault. If I failed, it was because I just didn't try hard enough. And I always could have done it. That, like that's my benefit. And with whatever belief you have going on, with whatever self-doubt you have, it is giving you a benefit. For me, this is allowing me to hold myself back and I wasn't going all the way in because if I did, then I'd have to admit and take responsibility that I failed if I did. I can literally feel like a thud in my stomach right now as I admit this because it's so true. And I've had to rewrite the beliefs from there. Create beliefs think like playing 100% makes me feel amazing and create the biggest impact I can. Uh, another one I've said to myself is I'm going all in my, on my dreams no matter what. And as I'm saying this out loud to you guys right here right now, I'm like, okay, I got to put this back into my daily meditation and um because this is something that's so easy to forget. My my default is to maybe try a little less hard so that I have an excuse if I fail. And this is a good reminder for me too. And maybe that resonates for you guys too. Um, but no matter what what your limiting belief is, no matter what your doubt is, there's something that you're getting out of it. And so you have to be able to confront that and understand what is the benefit and then decide for yourself. Are you willing to let go of that benefit? Are you willing to take responsibility? Are you willing to step up and be accountable? Are you willing to stop being safe and have things be riskier for the sake of your dreams and for the sake of your goals? All right, so those are the six mindset shifts. Those are six ways that you can shift your beliefs right now so that you can believe in yourself. And I really encourage you to come back to this episode at any time because I know there's a lot there and I try different ones, see what works for you and for different moments, different goals, different self-doubting times in your life, you may need different strategies and different ways of getting out of it. So make sure you do save this episode and come back to it. Two last things that are really, really important here. First thing, I think it's so worth mentioning this, your worthiness, your worthiness as a human as an incredible person is not fixed to your ability to solely produce or achieve or accomplish your goal. Okay? If you fail, it does not make you any less of a human. It does not make you unworthy. The outcome is just the outcome. And something I want you to practice is detachment from that outcome. It is a, not a reflection of that you're not good enough or, or that you're so good. Okay? And I believe that this is so worth mentioning because it's really easy that sometimes when we don't believe in ourselves, we try and attach our belief to an outcome. So saying like, well, if I achieve this, then that means that I'm worthy or that I'm smart enough or I'm good enough. But that's just not true because if you don't achieve it, then you spiral deeper. And there are so many other factors going on in the world right now that, and plus just you as a human, like your worthiness is not attached to an outcome. It is not attached to a single achievement. So that is why the every exercise that I've shared is about your mindset and about shifting it right here, right now, about knowing that in this moment, you are worthy, you are good enough, exactly the way you are, that there is nothing that is not possible for you in your life. And when you fail or when you make a mistake or when you don't achieve or something, that that is not a reflection of you being any lesser of a person, that you are still worthy. And all of these things, it is about mindset. It's about your belief outside of the accomplishment. So I, I want you to hear that and know that you are worthy. You are perfect. You are amazing just the way that you are regardless of any outcome or any accomplishment. So please do not forget that. Do not attach your worthiness to an outcome. Do not get attached to it. Focus on your mindset and you being that best, that best self. Focus on you believing in you and everything else will come from that. Okay, oh, the last piece here is integration. So 
sometimes, you know, even as I'm talking this out or you're hearing me give my examples, just talking it out, hearing it makes you snap out of it. It makes you realize, oh yeah, wow, I was totally doing that. That was, that was silly. Uh, I'm out of it. But as you go deeper into your personal development journey and as you continue to challenge yourself and push yourself, that won't always be enough. It won't be enough to just hear me say this and all of a sudden everything's fine. You're going to need to integrate the belief. You're going to need to integrate what the mindset shift is that you need and put it into your life. And the reason for that is because your brain, we, we carve out what are called neural pathways and imagine them like little, little like ditches, ditches in your brain. And the more you think something, it's like water going through the ditch. The more that you think something, the bigger the ditch gets, the more entrenched that it becomes. Your beliefs have started from your childhood or from years previous. And so these beliefs of things like, uh, I'm not good enough, or this is what it means to be a good mom, or this is what it means to work hard, or any of those things, have you've spent the last you know, 20, 30, 40, maybe 50, 60, 70 years carving that neural pathway and putting water in that ditch so it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper. What you have to do is literally carve a new neural pathway, form a new belief so that the next time you're in a challenging position, that that is the belief that comes to life, the belief that I can do anything I put my mind to, or I'm a great mom because I prioritize myself first, or (laughs) the point of success is that I get to enjoy it, whatever that is. So you literally have to create a new neural pathway and that takes time. And that is what integration is all about. And so I want you to make sure that you're listening in for this because you want to integrate whatever the belief is that you know you need to shift and whatever belief you want to take on instead, you need to integrate it. So let me give you some ideas on ways you can integrate. And by the way, feel free to like take these, make them your own, share your ideas too. I'd love to hear them. If you if you have something that works really well for you, awesome. Here's some of the things that I do and it depends kind of on what how deep I feel like I need to um, – the work is that I need to do depends on how much uh, integration I'm doing but it can be putting a post-it note on your desk that you look at every single day or three times a day it might be a screensaver on your desktop or your phone it might be doing a daily meditation and repeating the word Uh, maybe it's you know the word abundance or the word patience or whatever that is Uh, one of the things that I've done that's worked really well at the beginning of this year, I wrote out all my limiting beliefs and my gosh, I had things around like no one wants to buy from me and I can't be a good mom and work and all these things. And I just rewrote them all into empowering beliefs and I recorded myself saying them eight times (laughs) and I listened to that recording every single morning for about six months and it made a huge difference in my mindset and a lot of the things now I look back and I'm like wow I really like that was a belief I just I feel so solid in that so that is something that worked really well for me and you can definitely take that and give it a try too. Uh, one of the other practices in terms of integration is writing it out. And like as you write it, don't just write it to be, you know, like a thing you do and another thing on your to-do list, but feel it. Feel the truth in the words that you are writing because it's got to be truth, right? Like don't, none of this is made up stuff. None of this is making up that you're, you know, a Harvard graduate or that you're a billionaire already or any of those things. Like it's truth. And so when you write it out, feel that truth in there and start rewriting that belief. Another great thing you can do to integrate is to put the belief on your phone in an alarm and have it go off a couple times a day strategically. You know, have it go off in the morning, have it go off kind of midday, and have it go off at the end of the day. These are all ways that you can create new neural pathways in your brain. And know that it will take time, but you can create new beliefs. And you can create new beliefs in yourself so that you can achieve your goals and believe in yourself regardless of what anyone else thinks. Okay, so I hope that those were helpful and I know this is one of the longer episodes that I've done, but I really believe that these things are 
I know that they can make a big difference for you because they've made a big difference for me and for my clients. So I, I hope that you're okay with sticking around for a little bit longer while we finish this up. All right, so let's talk about you're solid. Like you believe in yourself, you're fired up, you are ready to go, and you're so pumped to tell someone, oh my gosh, I'm going to write my first book, or oh, I'm going to sign up to be on the board of the United Way, and I'm super excited. <sighs> and alas, their reaction is not what you expect. Well, I got to tell you this. Uh, if you are not pissing people off, you are not doing cool enough things in the world. And if you're a people pleaser like me, that's hard to hard to hear, I know, because I'm a people pleaser going through a very slow recovery. But this is true. Everything that you do will make somebody angry or upset or make them feel something bad. You cannot make everybody happy. So whether you decide to sign up or not sign up, someone's going to be a little annoyed or pissed off. Whether you decide to go for the dream or hold back on your dream, someone's going to be mad. So here's the thing. It's either them or it's you. And I know that sounds harsh, but it is the truth. Here is something that might also help you be able to release that. Why people discourage you. And this is a really interesting thing and I'll probably do another podcast episode diving more into this. But people discourage you because they genuinely don't know. And more often than not, they are trying to keep you safe and they have great intentions. All of those things that I talked to you about that the way that our evolution and our brain has made it so that we try and stay safe. Well, if it's somebody that cares about you, they are also trying to keep you safe too. And that is a part of their evolution. And all you're seeing is just a reflection of that. So often too, people's own fears and doubts get projected onto you. So the things that they're afraid of are the things that they're self-conscious of or that they doubt themselves in that they don't believe in, that they just like regurgitate that out to you without even realizing it. Now, in my life, I've been discouraged a lot and as I reflect on myself, now that I'm older, I reflect back and I realize that I also do this. Like I catch myself projecting my fears and insecurities on others. So, you know, let me give you an example here. Um, I have a friend who is so awesome and she is like a, like, I think I'm a big dreamer. She's even bigger. She's such a visionary and just incredible. And we were t- when we started our mastermind, we were talking about other people that would be great and I mentioned um, this, like a bit of a celebrity actually in Vancouver. I threw it, I was like, oh yeah, Sunny Lundersy, she's great. My girlfriend's like, awesome, well let's invite her. And I'm like, what? No, we, we can't do that. Like she's like, she's a really big deal. We can't just invite her. Like who do we think we are? And, and <laughs> I realized, I was like, oh, like here I am. I was projecting all my insecurities about not fitting in and not being good enough and like not being as cool as the cool people and the cool kids in school. All those things onto my friend who is just genuinely super awesome and not afraid to go talk to anybody and doesn't have those feelings of inferiority. So I caught myself there being like, oh my gosh, this is, here I am like discouraging you out of your dreams because of my own fears and my own insecurities. So I know that I do it and I think I'm a like... I'm a pretty conscious person. I'm pretty aware of these things and I still do it. So the people in your life are probably doing that too. Whatever story your family, your best friend, your coworker, whatever they have in their head, whether it's like starting a business is hard or making money is hard or I don't have time for myself or I have to give my all to everyone else first, that is on replay in their head too. Just like I was talking about those neural pathways, those are their ditches and the water is flowing through just like your beliefs are doing in your head. As soon as you or I, we say something that comes up against their belief, unless they're pretty self-aware, and like I said, even if they are self-aware, that belief is going to come up. And that's just the truth. That's that's how our brains work. And so I feel like knowing that, now that you recognize that, that other people's fears are just being projected onto you and it's actually has nothing to do with you. They're probably just trying to keep you safe and struggling in their own things. 
I think that's just such a powerful reminder and really just humbling. And it helps me to recognize, okay, you know what? It's actually not about me and it's okay. And recognizing that is helpful and remembering that it doesn't matter at the end of the day. You know, only I and only you get to choose whether we take on our fears or other people's fears or or we take on our dreams instead. It's either their happiness or yours. Whose are you choosing? That really is the question. Oh, all right. So I know this is a lot. Um, I hope that you're seeing the power of mindset. I hope that most of all, you see the power within you. You can believe in yourself and you are so worthy. And in fact, this is essential to your success. So just a little recap here to make sure we you get everything that I just shared. First off, if you're afraid of failure or getting started, play the quote, then what game? Play the then what? All right, what's your fear? Then what? Then what? Then what? Then what? Now, let's say you've got a goal. Maybe you've, you haven't started yet or maybe you've already gotten started and you've failed and you're struggling a bit. Here's how you pick yourself back up. Here's how you believe in yourself. First, you got to identify what that limiting belief is. What do you keep telling yourself that's not serving you? What is your doubt? Why aren't you believing in yourself? And write that down. Get that out there. Then you can try any or all of these strategies. Number one, find a better and believable empowering belief. Number two, do a value swap. Exchange that thought for a higher value that matters to you. Number three, find an exception. Find an exception in your life or heck, anywhere in the world that proves that thought wrong. Number four, think about what your hero or your role model would think. Is that how they would think? How would they think? Adopt that. Number five, check in with the cost. What is that belief costing you? What is it costing you in your life, in your health? What is it costing you now? What's it going to cost you in the next year and in the next decade? Oh my gosh, if that you really think about that, how big that is, it's going to make trying your goals and possibly failing like a heck of a lot smaller. And number six, what is the benefit? What are you holding on to? What are you getting out of staying stuck and getting to stay safe, take your responsibility? What is the benefit? And are you willing to let that go? Because you've got to be. You've got to be willing to let go of that benefit to really go and get your dreams. Most of all, I want you to know this. When you doubt yourself, it's not all about you. And when others doubt you, it's also not all about you. It's up to you to rewire your mindset, to keep your belief strong, and frankly, to piss some people off. Because whether you do or you don't, someone is going to be disappointed. You are going to trigger someone else, and that's okay. You get to choose. My friend, you get to choose whether you're going to listen to your self-doubt and your fears, or you're going to choose your dreams. You get to choose whether it's going to be about your happiness or about other people's happiness. I encourage you, and as a fellow people pleaser, I encourage you to choose you. Because freaking first of all, it's your life. It's our lives. Like We get to choose. And second of all, what I'm learning, and I hope that you're hearing too, is that when, when you choose you, you inspire and give permission to those around you to do the same. I encourage you, and I'm challenging you. And I hope that by the end of this episode, right here, right now, you're hearing me and that you believe in you and that you realize you and only you, you hold the key to anything you want in your life right now. Thank you so much for listening from the bottom of my heart. I hope this helps. If you love this episode, give it a screenshot, tag me on social media and share it out. And I'd love to hear, love to hear what your thoughts are and any aha moments. That was a doozy. Thank you again. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you next week in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls podcast.